What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. This is your daily spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And I'm your host, Hayes, one of the hosts here. And I'm going to be holding down this episode solo. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the Bears' upcoming mandatory minicamp and the things to look out for to come out of that minicamp. We'll also be discussing the possibility if the Bears should be looking into trading for Terry McLaurin from Washington, considering he's holding out and what that could mean, what potential deals the Bears could offer for him, and if you guys would be interested in that. We'll get into all that and some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, so first up, Bears have their mandatory minicamp coming up. This one starts actually believe it starts tomorrow 14th through the 16th is when this goes down now there are some things uh not a lot uh, really the storylines coming out of this if we, if we even want to call them storylines are the same thing that have been going on over the course of the whole offseason so far we're going to be looking at justin fields what comes out from him does him in that receiving core continue to build some chemistry um what other receivers do we hear things from do we have a solid lineup when it comes to those wide receivers we expect brian pringle to breathe the number two values jones to come in as the number three there but None of that's been locked in stone as of yet, so we'll continue to see that. Also talk about what could happen with the wide receiver core here towards the end of the show today. Um, so, you know, really interested to see just how that wide receiver core is progressing outside of Darnell Mooney. We know he's going to be the number one. We know what to expect from him. All the other parts of this receiving core are kind of unknowns and unexpected of how they're going to fit into this team, this offense with Justin Fields. And so, you know, to see more of that as we prepare for the preseason is going to be uh, big for us as well. Also. Continue progress to hear from our good storylines to hear from the rookies as well. We've heard very promising things from both Brisker and Kyle Gordon um, so far in this offseason. And we want to continue to hear that as we look to possibly both of them moving into starters and overall that's that that cornerback lineup as well. Who are our starting cornerbacks for sure? We we fully expect for our second round rookie Kyle Gordon to be there with Jalen Johnson. But, you know, again, are those things going to be locked in by week one? Are we going to see that for sure? Again. You know, some people have made more than what they need to of the storyline of Jalen Johnson being with the second team. That's all been but squashed so far. Listen, in June, we should not be making very big deals over the fact of who's practicing where with a team that's, you know, everybody's really trying to find their positions. The coaches are trying to find who they're going to play where, what matchups work the best. That's it. That's all that was. But yeah, see what comes out of that as well. But the position battles that we do have, we already know we still have some uh Position battles, the right guard position, what happens there if, it, if it's Sam Mustafer or Dakota uh, Dozier? Expected to be Sam Mustafer, but, you know, look to see what comes out of them. Um, some things with Tevin Young as well, Thomas Graham Jr. Um, just to see what happens overall with those position battles that we have. Um, and, you know, if we see that become more solidified, and we may not see it very solidified until we're into preseason, maybe halfway through, but the position battles that we still do have, do we get more answers from that as we see? Another thing, with the offensive line overall, we know that this offensive line, I've even had an episode where I've talked about position, uh, potential uh, players that this Bears team may go after for the offensive line to just bring in some competition and bring in some players that can play multiple positions on that offensive line. But with the thing being said, you know, still wondering what's going on with Tevin Jenkins, his reps with the, with the, uh, with the second unit, things like that. I'm not really looking into it too much. It kind of is what it is. I, I really do feel like this picture will start to become more solidified as we continue on. And that's that's really what this offseason is for. We're having an offseason that's being used for the exact things that it should be used for and this coaching staff should be on. And that is really taking a look at everything from top to bottom, not having any 
kind of preconceived notions or, or, or people you just expect to be in starter outside of, you know, of course, some players are, are clearly going to be starters on this team, but really looking at, you know, this team and, and how they're going to continue to build, what, what's going to give them the best type of matchups, who really stands out in this mandatory minicamp, things like that. That's really all, all this is meant to be. And, you know, with a team that has as many questions that we have, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the coaches are doing their due diligence at just about every position. Nothing's being given so far. And, you know, even though some things have come out from OTAs and things like that, I think it's it's important to put in perspective that with OTAs, the person's only allowed there to be there for a certain amount of times. They're not there for every practice. So even some of the things that we've gotten out of OTAs are from a very limited scope. And then even with that, too, the, the, the press that are there are kind of constricted on what they can and can't report on as well. So those all those things into consideration, considering, you know, where we still are in the offseason. Let's not, you know, let's not take some of what we say as 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 truths so so uh so far but it, you know it, it has led to some some interesting storylines some good things have come out that have been promising and you know we always want to hear promising things from a team that's that you know we're still trying to figure out a lot on this team and what and what it projects to and who's going to be part of this team's future versus just right now things like that but i definitely look want to look and hear more from the wide receiver core we know that the wide receiver core was just ranked last in the nfl by pro football focus listen it's going to happen we haven't seen much from it it's n- nothing really much to read from that but I would really like to see uh, what happens. Last thing to look out for, are there any no-shows to the mandatory minicamp? Because, hey, listen, we've had a very solid uh, appearance so far in the voluntary voluntary, uh, um, portion of the offseason so far, but to really see if we have any any holdouts, anybody who refuses to report, anything like that, what's going on with Robert Quinn, uh, Al-Qaeda Muhammad, like what's going on with there? Are they going to be present? Things like that. Don't expect anything crazy to happen or anything like that. Matt Iberflus has already said that he expects both Quinn and Muhammad to be there. So, you know, not anything unexpected there, but do we have any no-shows to the mandatory camp? That's another thing to possibly look out for there. But let me know, what are some of the things that you guys are excited for as we head into the mandatory portion of the offseason as we continue to gear up for the preseason? Another thing that came out is that the, the Bears preseason opener will be aired on the NFL Network. So if you guys want to see and get a look at the Bears very early on, I know I'm going to be there. I'm not going to miss a single game this season. Uh, so we get to see that televised and get to see probably a really good first look at this team. Well, we'll see. Opening games of preseason, maybe the starters do a couple of series, if that. So we probably won't get a big look at a lot of the big pieces that we do want to see on this team, but we'll get to see some of it. And so I'm definitely excited for that. Now, before I end today's episode, Terry McLaurin with the Washington Commanders. Bill, that name is freaking crazy. Is holding out and it has, it has, um, led to some speculation. Hey, could he be moved? As is going to happen with anybody who holds out, are they going to be moved? Are they going to work it out? Are they, you know, things like that. And so while I've been, have been bringing up other potential, like DK Metcalf, I talked about very heavily of potential people that the bears could maybe go out to kind of solidify this wide receiver core a little bit more than what they already own. How would you guys feel about Terry McLaurin coming to the Chicago Bears, depending on what they have to give up? Now, again, 26 years old, he's a little, he's a little bit older than, than Metcalf. Um, six foot, 209 pounds will provide another big target for Justin Fields. Potentially, it really just comes down to the money. Right now, he's on a um, a contract. He signed for four years, $3.8 million with $100,000 a sign-on bonus. So right around $4 million, $4 million overall, $1 million per year, a little over that. So he's going to be looking to get paid. And you guys got on me, and rightfully so. So in the episode that we posted on Sunday, I kind of undercut with the contract that DK, I didn't kind of, I completely flubbed 
the contract that DK Metcalf would sign for. I don't know what I was smoking, but it is what it is. You guys hold me accountable, and you guys are very, very uh, truthful in that. But what could it be um, for Terry McLaurin to sign a long-term contract and an extension? So could it be something that's more reasonable than DK Metcalf's um, probably 20-plus million that DK Metcalf is going to command out in the free agent market? And is Terry McLaurin somebody that you guys feel is more reasonable? Um, would it take as many draft much as much draft capital to go after him? Just go over some of, some of his numbers statistically. He played all seventeen games last season, had one thousand fifty three yards, averaged thirteen point seven uh, yards per per reception, uh, five touchdowns overall from him last season. Listen, another for sure weapon, not as. Uh, not as much of a true number one, I think, as DK Metcalf. Like, again, that's that's my opinion. Not saying he's bad. He's he's great, right? I but I would almost like to see um, Mooney still be the number one if we were to, to 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 make a trade for McLaurin. But with that being said, that would be a hell of a duo. And really, I think we make more of the number one, number two thing because really, at the end of the day, just because you're the number technically the number one doesn't mean you're going to be targeted the most. So even if McLaurin is the number one, we know that that Mooney and Fields have have that uh that chemistry probably still going to be targeted a little bit more and it may actually free mooney up uh some more so we'll see with that but i think this is a very intriguing thing now more than likely nothing's going to be made from it i really do think that polls and the coaching staff are ready to just move forward with what they have on this roster and see what they have rather than make any deals lose any capital right now you know if mclaurin is out in the market next year maybe they look at that then instead of making a trade and losing any assets now see what happens when if he does hold out things like that um, but I did want to present it as an option. Would you guys be interested in Terry McLaurin? And what do you think it would take to solidify a deal for him? It definitely, I don't think, would take the number one that it would take for, for DK Metcalf, in my opinion. Um, but we'll see with that. But again, another potential target out there and something that could make some noise. And you could see some noise being uh, being made here as we head into preseason of maybe him being moved if he continues to hold out. I would be interested in it. Like I said, it really just depends on what we would have to give up for any of the potential people and targets that, that could come into the Bears. But I want to hear from you guys. Sound off down below on how you feel about Terry McLaurin and his possibility. If if he is made available, should the Bears go after him? Let me know about all that down below. Again, thank you for joining and watching. Now that we're daily on Chicago Bears Central, I appreciate it from you guys so much. Make sure you're also following the pod at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. And you can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bear down. I will see you lovely and beautiful people tomorrow. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, media. media.